Ruth, and welcome back to the podcast, Ruth's Truths. I'm really, really excited for you to listen to this episode, but I have to remind you, everything that I'm saying in this episode is based on my experiences, my thoughts, or opinions, and at the center of all of that is just my truths. Whether or not you can agree or relate to it, I hope you simply just enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. Before we get into this episode and before I introduce what I'm about to talk about, I just want to say this episode is going to be split up into parts. First, I'm going to be talking about my engagement, and then I'm going to be talking about a little bit of our relationship, me and Chris's relationship, my boyfriend of two years, and then I'm going to dive into more of my feelings on it. And then I'm going to give the story of how we got engaged at the very end. So let's get properly into the episode. Oh my gosh. We made it to episode 24. I am so happy to be recording again. Hello, it's Ruth. Welcome back to Ruth's Truths Podcast. If you haven't been listening, this is a podcast where I talk about my truths, about my uncommon experiences, and a little bit of my uncommon thoughts or unpopular thoughts about experiences that I have that other people may not have experienced. And today, I want to talk about being engaged at 21. Yes, I just got engaged. Oh my gosh, whoa, love that for you. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Wow, we love that. Stan, congratulations. Amazing, beautiful. Magnificent. <laughs> All of that. That's that's basically what everyone's been telling me ever since I got engaged. Every time I like pass by somebody I maybe know or am a mutual friend of, they'll be like, <laughs> let me see, let the, me see ring. the ring. And I'll be like, do I know you for real? For real. I don't even know you. And I appreciate all the love I'm getting for my engagement, but I'm also just like, you don't, you don't even care about my relationship. Why are you so happy? <laughs> Anyways, I got engaged this past weekend. I got engaged on Sunday. What's this month? Is it February? Sunday, February 7th of 2021. I am very very excited to be engaged um i love my wedding ring if you haven't s- my wedding ring i felt like i just turned 30 and the minute i said that my wedding ring i love my engagement ring um me and my fiance had been looking at rings m- way beforehand way before he even proposed i sent him a bunch of like google docs i printed out the j- the jam i would like i printed out the type of settings i'd be interested in I did everything to ensure that I liked this thing. Some people are like, did you know? Absolutely I did. I even had a hand in picking out the ring because I would not let it go. I would have picked it out myself if that wasn't too much. If that wasn't just a bit too far. I'm kidding. I'm joking. (laughs) Right? Uh, no, but for real, I love the fact that he got to choose it and that I get to wear something that he slaved over for a few months 
and I love looking at it all the time. The ring is beautiful. If you don't follow me on anything, my ring is a sapphire gem, but an emerald shape, and it has three diamonds on each side of it, and it's silver on the setting, of course. I love it so much. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And if you're confused and you're like, you're engaged, I didn't even know you were in a relationship. Well, I've been in a relationship for the past two years and five months with my lovely now fiance. And that was kind of gross. I wanted to say boyfriend at first, but I was like, now that's your fiance. That's your fiance. Um, Yeah, I've been with my fiance for two years, five months. We started dating my freshman year of college and I'm now a junior, which you're probably like, whoa, is that not a bit fast? I understand that for the average person in 2021, if you're 20, if you're 21, you probably aren't looking to get engaged. I feel like the narrative is you should live your life as an individual and discover who you are as an individual and then maybe settle down if you even are interested in that. But just for some people, it's just different. Because, you know, there's no blueprint to living in your 20s. My sister asked me a couple questions. Not me only. My sister asked me and my then-boyfriend, now-fiancé, some questions that I kind of want to bring into the podcast. Because I feel like a lot of people know about the fact that I'm in a relationship, but they don't really know me and my fiancé as one. <laughs> as one. But for real... I really quickly want to hit on how difficult it is being in a long distance relationship, not only between you and whoever you're in a relationship with communication wise and like missing them wise, but how it's kind of hard to feel more valid as a couple or feel more seen as a couple because when, okay, when Chris and I first started dating, it was pretty much between us. I met him, we started dating, I introduced him to my family, he introduced his family to mine, but we didn't have any mutual friends. We didn't have people that we knew that would know each other. We didn't have any mutual friends. We didn't go to the same events. We lived in two different cities. We went to two different schools. It was just us. And I really liked that it was just us because I'm a very, what's the word? I'm a very, um, possessive person i really like having my own thing and having (laughs) and just getting to have our own little bond away from other relationships if that makes sense but i didn't realize the downfall of having a long distance relationship where it's just you two is like the response from other people People don't really care about the both of you because if you don't have any mutual connections, it's like, if you know me and you know that I'm in a relationship, you're, I guess, rooting for me and you don't really care about this person that you don't really know unless you get to know them and are and like start having a connection with them. So when I got engaged... Um, People were congratulating me, being like, oh my gosh, so exciting for you. When's the wedding? Like, I just asking a bunch of questions. And I would just sit there and be like, do you care for real? Because you have never asked me about my relationship before. 
and I've tried to bring, I will always try to bring up talking about Chris. I love talking about Chris so much and I love talking about things that happen in our relationship, but I get that it's really hard to ask for some, ask about something that you just have no, no care about. Like if you don't know me closely, then it's harder to be like excited for me as opposed to if you have a mutual friend that's getting married to your other friend, that's getting married to your friend. Um, it's a lot easier to be like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, this is great. So the downside of being in a long distance relationship and being in a long distance engagement is just kind of not really feeling, I don't really feel like there's a lot of community there for us. There are people who love us, but separately. And there are people who love me and that will love Chris just because they love me, but it's hard because they don't know him well and it's really hard to explain to people because they don't care <laughs> y'all don't give a about when i talk about chris and i don't i don't know who i'm talking about when i say y'all because it's like everyone like everyone nobody like truly cares deeply because they just don't know him well enough so we're gonna change that right now because what's the point of talking about something and complaining not complaining about it what's the point of expressing yourself about something you don't really like if you're not going to change it a little bit so i have taken the liberty of looking up some boyfriend tag questions and instead of asking him and receiving an answer from him i will be answering for him he can correct me later because I'm going to upload another episode after this with him and I talking about our engagement just so you guys can get to know us a little bit more and I know a lot of a lot of the people that are listening are going to be people within my extended family or friends of mine who are like I didn't know this engagement was happening what in the world is going on I'll listen to a podcast by her to figure out exactly what's going on so you're gonna get it Okay, so some get-to-know-you things about Chris. I guess the first one... Also, I'm not going to make this a part two of an interrogation on my boyfriend. You can listen to that episode if you do want to get to know him a little bit. I feel like that one is very surface level. It's kind of fun um, if you're like wanting to know the very basics of Chris and I. But I'm hoping that the next episode that we record together is kind of more of a deep dive into us as a couple because that's one thing that i really do struggle with is when we are together and we're when we're with friends or family it's kind of hard for us to know how to interact with other people because we only interact with each other but of course we're not going to interact with each other the same way we do with other people if you're a couple that can do that but you aren't from the same environment i applaud you because i would say i'm a pretty good communicator and i would say he is too with the people that he's close to but it's hard to show the relationshipy side of your relationship with other people who have not been around you two as a whole. Like it's it's hard for me and Chris to know how to be comfortable with other people because when we're together, it's just us. And it's only every couple of months or weeks that we see other people together. But if you wanna get to know him from my perspective, then I will be answering some questions about him. Okay. <laughs> this is actually kind of nerve-wracking. I feel like... I feel very nervous about hearing what he has to say about what I have to say about him. <laughs> I'm actually gonna pull the first question from my sister, who asked 
a very important question a few months ago. It kind of is like just a basic question that I feel like is very important to understanding like why he and I are now engaged and why he and I are going to get married. First question is, what do I like about Chris? I really love how intentional Chris is. I love that he doesn't think this, but he's really good at showing people he cares when he does care about them. Um, I remember in the beginning of our relationship, he just was always showing me that he really liked me. And then when he loved me, of course, he would show me that he loved me. But I feel like there's so many people that would much rather just express it through words and people who are so disappointing that just will be, that will like believe that they're not just because they say like, oh, I love you so much. I would do anything for you and then not do anything for you for real. Chris really does walk the walk for real, for real. He's very intentional in the way that he gives love and he's also very intelligent. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> Chris is very intelligent in the way that I feel like I'm not. He's very analytical, very... I don't know the difference between right and left brain, but the opposite of like artistic and creative, just very much <laughs> into everything that I'm not into, into like math and science, and I really like that he, we kind of balance each other out in that way, and I really, really appreciate that. I used to think that I really wanted somebody who was artistic like me, who liked the arts, who was into communications, who was into whatever. But it's really important to have somebody who balances you out in a way that you didn't think that you would want to be balanced out because they do like point out things that you are lacking or they bring things to a relationship that you didn't realize that they would. I really appreciate that about him. It's actually kind of easy for me to think of something it's a lot harder for me to say it out loud because then it's like, oh, well, I feel like I have to now <laughs> tell you accurately all of these things that I feel consistently like every other hour, every like there's a lot of things that I like about Grayson that I think about all the time, but in, but I can't accurately say them in the way that they make me feel. Chris is actually a little bit creative, not in the way that I'm creative, but when we go out on dates and things, he really does take people into consideration in planning what he wants to do for our dates or for things that we both partake in. Chris is just... Okay, one of the things that I said to my sister at the time when she asked me was that I felt very comfortable around him. And I want to say this without making it too much about me, but the reason that I say that Chris is, Chris, I consider Chris one of my best friends, but he doesn't consider me one of my, one of his best friends because he just doesn't see me as a friend because I'm his girlfriend. I guess I'm his fiance now. So like <laughs> a step above girlfriend. I don't know. Um, but basically like I'm not in the friend zone with him. So he just can't refer to me like that. That's what he said in our most recent podcast, most recent podcast, most recent one of us together is that I interrogate my boyfriend and his mom interrogates whatever. He makes me feel like I want to be 
not my best self with them because there are people who make me feel like I should just put on my best face and that I feel pressure to be my best around them and I can't like chill around them but Chris makes me feel like I could tell him anything like truly is one of my best friends just because I feel like the level of intimacy that you can reach with the best friend is the type that I have with him and there's a lot of people I could not say that about and I just really like that about him that he's able you can be yourself I can be myself around him I guess he makes me feel very comfortable another thing that I like Chris is very very funny we just always laugh um, we honestly have more things that are not in common than we do have in common but at the same time our humor I feel like is very similar and we're just always very happy he always knows how to make me laugh and he always makes me laugh no matter what mood I'm in I can never stay upset I could never just not laugh around him and I feel like that's also him knowing that he knowing how to show people that he cares is by using his little humor but that's a lot of the things that I really like about him if you want to listen to the first episode we have together um, there's more things I think that I listed about him about what I like but this is just me going in depth about it I also love that he's a very family-oriented person Chris made me want to start a family with him from the way that he talks about family and from the way that he navigates his relationships with family and it just makes me want to start, want to start a, start a family. family. But yeah, that's kind of all for some of the get to know you questions. Okay, one of my greatest fears about getting engaged, I know this is also a random clip, I just threw this in because I really wanted to mention it. I was very, even though I was ready for Chris to propose to me and I thought about marrying him very early on in our relationship, I was super nervous about what other people were going to say or what other people would think about our decision to commit to this. I wish I could just be one of those girls that's like, you know what, I don't even care, I live for me, I don't live for anybody else's approval. Because, you know, it's easy to write that down and to like post it. But to truly just not care at all about other people's input on your life is very hard, at least for me. I try to make decisions only for myself and to not let other people's opinions affect them too much if there's something that may if, if it's something that makes me happy and something that doesn't harm other people. But just thinking about getting engaged, thinking about getting married at this age, I cared a little bit because I was like, what if somebody makes very, very valid points that's gonna persuade me out of really wanting this and what if somebody's going to talk me into being like, this is crazy that you're getting married this young. You really only have one life and this is how you want to... I just was very scared of people having valid opinions about my relationship, even though they don't know the ins and outs. Nobody knows the ins and, out ins and outs of what Chris and I go through, except for us. But I was kind of scared of the perception of how we come off or what we should be and i was like i don't know if i really want to get engaged he's like uh, like a lot of young marriages 
happen because you know young people are very passionate and make impulsive decisions a lot of young couples divorce very easily not easily there's no uh, is there no easy divorce i don't know but i was just super terrified and then what made me really want to get married besides chris being himself and me wanting to have a lifelong partner in him and for me wanting to start a family was doing a little bit of research into what marriage was and what i was truly getting into i read this one book what's it called the meaning of marriage by timothy keller it was very good if you're somebody who's thinking they want to get married young and you don't really you're not very confident in it i highly recommend reading that book i didn't read all of it i read i definitely read snippets of the book it was a very good book but i just can't i don't know what it is about these days about reading i can't sit through a whole entire book but of the portion that i did read on the book i really loved it i read the meaning of marriage i watched multiple different youtube videos about other people's experiences being married young i read a bunch of like articles and things I didn't want to, you know, persuade myself into being like, Chris is the one for me. I knew he was the one for me, but the idea of committing to something that I didn't know about is scary. Like, I can say, yes, I want to be married, but I don't know what that marriage is going to look like, you know? Um, I can have, like, my expectations and my ideas, but I have no idea how that's really going to pan out. Everything I'm going on is based off whatever's in my head about whatever i want and there's nothing concrete <laughs> about what marriage is and isn't and also since there were a lot of people that are like don't you want to wait i was kind of like do i i don't know but i don't i don't care about waiting i've moved around so much chris and i this is a theme in our relationship we both have had a lot of instability i've had a lot of like physical instability and constantly moving around i grew up moving around every two years and then he comes from a background of like not having a stable family life. So we both really value family and we really value staying in one place and starting a family one day and ending up in one city or one home and just dying there. I really like the thought of that and I just had no idea that it was even possible to find somebody else who really craved that like me. And just knowing that I'm committing to that brings me so much joy. I think I get when people say, don't you wanna like experience life on your own? Maybe if I hadn't gone through the things that I had gone through or hadn't had the experiences that I did, maybe. Maybe if Chris hadn't, and it's not just because of instability, like we do kind of heal ourselves a little bit in our relationship, but I now am less freaked out about being married young just because I've taken it upon myself to look at, okay, what do I want, what do I want my marriage to look at? And even if I, it doesn't turn out that way, I'm still going to choose him every single day because there's nobody on earth, nobody on earth I'd rather live my life with. My goal, my one goal for my life, I don't have like any major career goals. I don't have like any one thing I feel like I'm set to do. My one goal in life is truly just to be a good um, partner 
a good sister, a good relative, cousin, aunt, grandma, mom. The fact that I can say grandma, that's crazy. I just want to be a good person to the people that I love. That's my one goal in life, really, is to treat people with love and kindness. Because I just think of all the people that I love and what they've done for me and how I've seen them and about how I would like to do that. So getting married to Chris only further helps me develop that goal because I believe that he also wants a little bit of that. Not that he wants that specific goal that I've said, but marrying him will help me reach that goal so that we can start our own little family. And there's no reason for me to wait for that because that goal like never ends. Like <laughs> I'll have that goal to the day I die. And now we'll get into the engagement story because people, I feel like people really want to know about the engagement story, but I don't have a really a lot to tell about it, but I will tell about it. <laughs> like I said, I got engaged on February 7th, which was a Sunday. I hope, I hope I didn't just say February 7th and it just was not a Sunday. I'm checking my calendar. Thank goodness. Okay. So, as I said, we got engaged on February 7th. I had gone to Iowa State, and on the way up, it's a five-hour drive from where I'm at, by the way. On the way up, I was kind of thinking, like, ooh, like, this is going to be such a good time. Um, but if I don't get engaged, I will be upset. I'll be upset. <laughs> I was, you know, do you ever, oh my gosh, are you as psychotic as me to where, like, you're super excited about something, and then you're like, oh, but what if it doesn't happen? And then you go down a spiral of thinking of like ways you're going to retaliate if this one thing doesn't happen that makes you happy. And then you get a little bit excited <laughs> for how mad you're getting. And you're thinking like, if this doesn't happen, oh, I'm going to get him so bad. And then you're like, I'm going to get him so good. And just like me just going, I was just like, if I don't get engaged this weekend, if this five hour drive has not earned me a ring on my finger, what is this all for? So that's what I was thinking on the way up. When people are like, did you know? Absolutely I did. Um, Iowa State is cool, Ames is cool-ish, I don't know. When we get married, we're definitely living there because he has to finish, he has to finish up school there. So that's just where I'm gonna be. And hopefully, once I get all married and I'm out of school, I can have more time to dedicate to this podcast. And then I can start talking about life as a 21... Nope, I'll be 22 at that point. Ooh, I'm old. I'm, I'm old. I'm, 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 I'm. I'll be a 22-year-old newlywed. Um, talking about my experiences as a 22-year-old new newlywed. On the way up, I was just thinking, like, if I don't get engaged this weekend, somebody's gonna pay. I was fun and this is gonna be such a lackluster story you're just gonna be like what the heck that's it okay we were sitting and talking and it was a very just an intimate moment I kind of want to keep some of the details very private because that moment was kind of just for us but for the sake of telling the story I'll just say I was sitting <laughs> I was sitting on the floor he kind of met me 
not at eye level, but like close, close to, to eye, eye level. level. And we just kind of started talking about he'd talk he'd given me this little speech about how he's made some decisions and about how this one decision led him to thinking about other decisions, I guess. I'm trying to be as vague as possible because I do not want to give up this whole entire thing. And then he talked about how I was a good decision and about how basically he would want me in his life. He was going to make the decision to keep me in his life forever. And then he asked me if I would like to marry him and clearly I said no. Just kidding. Clearly I said yes. It was a it was great. It was a great intimate moment. Honestly, um he asked me a little bit farther into our little day and I was getting so mad at him cuz I was thinking like I'm really about to leave here without a ring. I really have driven up 5 hours and I'm going to leave here without a ring. <laughs> just like sitting there reveling in how upset I was and it's like he read my mind cuz when he gave me that speech I was like ah <laughs> shoot shoot and I think a couple minutes after he asked me and I said yes I was like did you ask me because I was getting impatient I I I asked him that cuz I like felt so bad for all of the thoughts that I was thinking <laughs> and I was like What if he heard me? <laughs> what if he heard me? <laughs> Obviously he couldn't hear me, but I was like, what if he read my energy and he read how mad I was getting at him for not asking me and he just asked me because I was getting upset. And he was like, "No, I just wanted to do it because I decided that I was going to do it." And I was like, "Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't going to do anything." <laughs> I wasn't just thinking about how mad I would be if this didn't happen. I'm so happy this is happening. Um he asked me, I saw the ring. I was like, "Shoot, this is beautiful." Um and then I left Iowa State. Kind of just on a little like high of being like, "Ooh, I'm engaged. This is all I've ever really wanted. Um this is I'm about to be on the drive back just being like oh my gosh well crazy i'd called my parents like a few minutes after it happened i'd let everybody know i posted it of course <laughs> of course just to make it official official and i'm actually kind of mad at myself now that i think about this i was just telling chris about this <laughs> for a long time when <laughs> i've been thinking about this for like 5 years for 5 years i was like it'd be so funny if i got engaged <laughs> and before or no after after i got engaged if it was just him and i who knew i was going to post on my either snapchat or instagram story and i would be like single sad eyes or like heartbroken something dramatic cuz you know people are always doing that despite being in their 20s people are like mm, it's been a rough night i'm so lonely like just stupid stuff like that um stuff that you should bring to a therapist and not stuff you should bring to your followers or your close friends anyways so i was i was going to do one of those and be like single unlocked emoji 
And then, of course, after a few minutes of seeing people's responses, I would be like, just kidding, engaged. Just kidding, I'm engaged. And because <laughs> wouldn't that be so, that would be funny. I'm so mad that I missed the moment because I could only do it once in my life. I could do it now, you know. I could be like, heartbroken, <laughs> broke off the engagement, something ridiculous. But then post, just kidding, still engaged. But that's too much. That's a little bit too serious. I'm kind of way too in this now to be pulling those types of pranks for no reason other than just sick enjoyment. <laughs> so I told everybody about it. I posted about it. I was on the way back. I was on this high. I was like, wow, I'm engaged. That's crazy. And you know, it's kind of a big deal for me to be engaged because it's a big deal for anybody to get engaged, to be married. Um, but for the longest time, I just have been craving being with somebody and starting a life with somebody. Like I remember all throughout high school and middle school, just kind of being like, I can't wait till I settle down somewhere with someone and I start my own family. I don't know how it'll happen. I don't know when it'll happen, but I just am praying that it'll happen with somebody that I love and somebody that values being in a stable place, living a boring life, not moving anywhere for years. I really hope I can have that for myself one day. And just knowing that I have that now and just knowing how much Chris and I value the same things is, is so, I, I can't describe it. But I was just thinking about that the whole car ride. I was just like, wow, this is crazy. God is for real looking out for me. Um, <laughs> and then he said, you are so funny, girl. You're so funny. <laughs> about three hours into it, I'll say I was, I think, two hours and 20 minutes away from being at my campus. <laughs> um, on the way back, my car started overheating, which was not very unusual. It had been playing these like little games on me and I take it into the shop and like got it looked at or whatever. But it like never was anything serious to where it would shut down. It started shutting down. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And so I pulled off to the shoulder and uh, because my car was like just breaking down at that point. And it, it had never, it I had never experienced that. My car just shutting down and the engine just giving up. That's a terrifying moment. Keep in mind, I was in Iowa. I was in Davenport and it was negative two degrees when my car just started shutting down. So you know when you can like hear your car like slowly just dying and you're like, <sighs> just being like, it's negative two degrees. Please don't do this. I'm stressed instantly, instantly. Like when it started dying, just being like, oh, I'm stressed. Oh, I'm about to go through something. That's really what was happening. I was like, oh, I'm about to go through something. That's cool. Um, and I instantly was like, what the heck do I do? Because I looked at my phone and been like, is my phone charged? Because if it's not charged, I'll just die here for real. Like, I'll just die here. Maybe it's my time. Maybe I've done enough. And I can just quietly <laughs> sink into my forever slumber. But my phone was like decently charged. Um, the car was still a little bit on and I was like, I'm not dying here without attempting to save my life. So I was like, let me just, even if it drains the battery, whatever, I'm just gonna keep my car plugged in. So I called Progressive. Progressive Auto Insurance. Okay. And they were not very helpful <laughs> in the beginning, if I'm gonna be honest. They were like, hey, so yeah, your car's broken down. 
darn, I'm so sorry in this weather. Oh, man. It's talking about how cold it was, and I'm like, mm-hmm, it's really cold. And they're like, man, I remember back. <laughs> like, lady, I'm about to die, for real. I'm about to die. So I was calling them. They were kind of going back and forth and being like, this look- it looks like we can take you here, but that place is closed. And then her just like Googling like what places were near me and being like, oh, well, maybe here. That place is closed as well. <laughs> and so I had to get a tow. And lucky a tow came for me. And they pulled me to first the local Firestone where I was going to leave my car for overnight. I, did, I didn't want to stay in a hotel and then go home because like I don't have money like that. I don't know. I don't know who they thought I was. So I just had them take me to a gas station. Um, but before even they took me to a gas station, I called my brother and sister-in-law and I was like, hey, I'm stuck, but I'm also engaged. Crazy. <laughs> um, and they came and they picked me up. They drove two hours to me and back, which is so what? Oh my gosh. I love my brother and sister-in-law. They're amazing. They always come to my rescue. So, okay, I wasn't really, I feel like I skipped over the story. I wasn't in the negative two degree weather for long. It was maybe like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. And then I got put in the tow truck and then taken to the gas station. Um, but while I was there, I was like, <laughs> shoot. And here I thought I was being protected and that I was just on this unbeatable high. And here I am beat broken on the verge of death <laughs> i got back safely luckily thank the thanks to my brother and sister-in-law but my car did not my car is still in davenport iowa <laughs> and i called firestone the next day to be like hey what's up with my car and they were like we have some bad news you know when you hear we have some bad news and person working on your car your car is broken broken it's not redeemable. And that's what they told me. It's not redeemable. And it's really hard for me to fathom that because I love my car so much. We've had this car. This car has been in the family ever since I came to America, I think. I used to drive a beautiful little Chrysler minivan. And honestly, it became a little bit of my identity. For real, I love minivans. People will be like, what? Well, now you can upgrade. No. No, until I return back to driving a minivan, I don't think I'll be satisfied. That's my dream car. <laughs> Seriously? Chris, now you finally have the answer to your question. What's my dream car? A Chrysler minivan. Make it like 2021 or whatever year I get it. I miss, I miss him. And I have to sell him to a junkyard, which is going to be really hard for me. But I do have a new car, which is such a blessing. Oh my goodness, just when I thought God didn't love me, he blessed me with a new car. Um, just kidding, I always knew God loved me. But I came into a new car because my brother gave me um, his second car and then is looking to buy a new car, which I thought I was going to have to get their new car that they're purchasing. But they're like, no, you can have this one, which is amazing. God really does work in, in crazy ways. I felt like I was going to be okay. And here I am. I think going through something like being in negative two degree weather and just waiting for the tow truck to pick me up really made me realize like, oh shoot, like this is the worst of what's gonna happen. But everything will be fine because you're engaged, you have a promise for the future. 
and everything will look up. And here things are looking up. I now have a new car, even though I'm going to mourn my old car. It just, when you get to know cold, cold weather and you're stuck somewhere and you don't know how you're going to get out and you finally get out, it's like you can't lose at this point unless you get stuck in that same exact situation. But I'm happy. I'm engaged. I'm happy to be doing this podcast. It got a little bit crazy in the way that I was talking about my engagement only. And now I'm talking about the fact that I miss my minivan. (laughs) But I'm so excited for this year. I'm so excited to come out with more episodes talking about not only my engagement, but other things that I wanted to hit on that I've written, that I've written about. There's so many episodes I've written about, but haven't recorded just because I value my, I value how much I can stretch myself. But I won't stress myself this year because I really will burn out if not produce good content. But I really want to produce good content and be a good student and be a good worker this year. With all that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Roots Truths podcast. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Roots Truths. It's just R-U-T-H-T, R-U-T-H-S-S. 